and welcome to Why is Mr. Finia Car This Millennial's Guide to the Paper Bag Drinking, Hobo Stinking, Zeno's Paradox Thinking, World of Asimov's Laws. Strap on your safety harness because it's time to talk about the best episode of Knight Rider thus far, and it's not even close. I'm Jay McKay. And I'm Aaron. Should I jump in here? I'm Jim. <laughs> oh, who's this? A guest this? star? A guest star? Oh, my God. It's like when Angela Langsbury comes on and she's a murder she wrote in <laughs> a Knight Rider. We got a special mm-hmm. guest star, y'all. Or uh, Matt Locke or the Andy Griffith show. Really, yeah. anywhere she goes. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how many of those old people crossovers they did, but they should have. They should have. CBS was sitting on a, a gold mine. Uh, what is, so, so we, we watched the, you, you mentioned this is the best episode. Are you saying that just because you, you, you want to make me happy or no. do you, do you, are you being for real? I mean, you know me well enough. I'm not going to pander to you, Aaron. I honestly don't think that the regular writer's room of Knight Rider wrote this episode. I think someone came in like George R.R. R. Martin a ringer like, <laughs> in and wrote this episode because it's it's so different from the rest of the show and uh, it's just it's good it's like good <laughs> I, I don't I, know I, what I, to say I can't tell if you are saying this knowingly but Stephen E. D'Souza wrote this episode as far as I can tell and, and that's, he, that's he's a guy name. who he writes like a bunch of like um racist movies Dinesh D'Souza that guy no. yeah yeah but also he wrote uh, a lot of TV shows like Six Million Dollar Man but also some really good movies like Die Hard no way he also wrote some real Wait, stinkers no, like Judge really? Dredd the guy that wrote Die Hard wrote this episode uh, apparently based wow, on the credits I saw yeah damn that's wild alright well um, I, I'm gonna say I'm right <laughs> I agree yeah <laughs> I, Although I'm, he did write Judge Dredd in Street Fighter, so... I, I, I will defend Judge Dredd to some extent. Like, uh, the Rob Schneider okay. indefensible, but I think there's some sturdy uh, dreading going Wait, on. Wait, Rob Schneider's in Judge Dredd? Yeah, dude. dude. Oh, God. <laughs> what? <sighs> yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. That's, we'll have to, that's a whole other podcast. Uh, <laughs> Jim, I'm curious to see, because you're, you're, you're parachuting in this blind. You never saw Knight Rider as a kid. You were a little too young what? for it. What? What no, you this did? Is, this is wholly untrue. Yeah, I'm being slandered right now. Uh, to- <laughs> totally, I saw Knight Rider as a kid. How? Maybe reruns. Oh, was it on Nick? Was this on Nick at Night? I don't remember the channel it was on, but I definitely remember seeing episodes of this MacGyver. Okay, uh, okay. A Team, all, all that old like. Early I apologize. 80s okay, the world's oldest millennial is getting his licks in. <laughs> uh, what did you think of this? This is to me is like this is like uh, I vividly remember the experience of watching this episode. Like this is like an early wow. like I, I, was, I was like I haven't seen this episode in like thirty eight years, right? And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my god! Of course, Bonnie's got all these costume changes. Of course, I was horny for this episode. Oh my yeah. god, evil Kit! What a brilliant episode. There's a fucking laser to Kit shooting another. What? <laughs> what? What did you think of it, Jim? Uh, I'm with Jesse. This is the best episode of Knight Rider I've seen in 30 years, because <laughs> unfortunately, it's the only episode I've seen in 30 years. Uh, but even even with that said, I think it was probably a pretty good episode. I was. So I've listened to your guys' other podcasts, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, boy, they are really ripping and tearing through these episodes. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm going to come in here, and this is just going to be a shit show uh, of, of an episode. 
and I, I came out of it thinking eh, it holds together pretty well. It it holds together better than uh, Slam and Sammy's spectacular stunt, yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. Extravaganza show. Uh huh. Uh-huh. That thing was a piece of shit based on your review. <laughs> uh, this is much better, much better. <laughs> Actually, Slam and Sammy's one of the better episodes. But... Oh yeah. God, it's oh, just God. fun. It's fun, but it just does like I, I tell you what this thing has is a genuine villain. That is right. a, yeah. a, a credible menace to to Michael and, and Kid, and it's like fair antithetical. It's not he's not just like a, a greedy real estate developer, yeah. Or he's a he's a maniacal uh, cy, cy, cyborg. Uh, it's That's, this what's what's that, what's that um, Stephen King movie about the killer car? Christine, it's Christine. Yeah. Oh Jesus Christ! Never would I ever in a thousand years have been to my head would I get that. Oh. <laughs> Well, my big, biggest criticisms of Knight Rider thus far is, like, the low stakes. The fact that I know that when Michael Knight is in Kit, he's invulnerable. There's literally nothing that can stop him. And they finally, like, decided to pair him up with a villain that is equal. Uh, we we should probably just get into the into the plot instead of just talking about it syntactically or whatever. Um, Let's do it. So the episode starts, and <laughs> I like this kind of, like, imagery that they're doing it. it it opens up with, like, a, a sign that says, um, on this site will be erected the Knight Museum of Technology. No trespassing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, which I do love that they put the no trespassing on their, they're like, hey, we're cool. We're doing this cool thing. <laughs> but right. also. They knew. They knew like, there'd be trespassing. Yeah. Off of here. And, and then uh-huh. you get the tres- you get these two trespassing hobos. Um, one who I'm going to call Drunk Uncle Tom Selleck. And then the other one kind of looks like if uh, Sean Bean and Kurt Cobain had an alcoholic oh. child. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> so but this, he speaks uh, if, like, if Kurt Cobain and uh, Don Knotts had a baby. That's his voice. So, <laughs> so, so this in the face with that voice. This guy's actually a frat. really famous character actor, William Sanderson. Oh, and yeah? you might recognize him, Jim, from Deadwood. He was E.B. Yes. Far- Farnham. And right. he also got his his start playing this character on Newhart, who was like a, a, a country bumpkin kind of maintenance guy. And every scene he'd come in and be like, hi, my name's Larry. This is my brother, Daryl, my other brother, Daryl. And he'd point to two other hill jacks behind him. And that was his shtick. Like he would come in and make an entrance and he would say that exact thing. And he was a star for like eight years on television for that role, and here he is playing, playing a hobo. I I like the the striations in generations that we've got going here because I'm roughly five years older than Jesse. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Aaron's roughly five years older than me. Oh so yeah, like, you can see where the comet hit the Earth. Yeah, <laughs> right. You can get the fossil <laughs> record here of all the shows that you're referencing that we have. <laughs> No clue what you're talking about. So it must have been within a five-year period. Yeah, Bob Newhart. You guys know about Bob Newhart? No. Uh, no. He was like the Jerry Seinfeld of his time, you know? Uh, I barely know hmm. who Jerry Seinfeld Wow. Oh, okay. Oh, right. See? Now oh, I feel we just, striated we did, we yeah, just out of this the, conversation. The, there's another KT oh. Extinction event we just uh, <laughs> went through. I know layer. Jerry Seinfeld. He's that sex pervert that married the 13-year-old, right? Exactly. You got yeah. it. You got the war. <laughs> so these uh, two ne'er-do-wells uh, from whatever, uh, you call them hilljacks or something. I don't even, that's a new word to me. But um, they are skulking around in the bushes and um, 
they're drinking from their hobo bottle, which is like you know with the paper, the the paper around it and stuff. Take a nip. It's like it's like right? I understand. And that's like, how you know they're homeless. I think like yeah, yeah. you know they're homeless because they're drinking a and they're wearing gloves. That I think are made out of the previous bags that they drank through. Fingerless gloves. I feel like. Feast or famine, like mm-hmm. you're either a millionaire or <laughs> driving like a sports car, or you're drinking from a, a, a hobo bottle with a with a paper bag around it. Hobo mittens. <laughs> um, so, um, drunken Uncle Tom Selleck. Uh, there, there's this one shot where like he he puts his head kind of down it. Like for once, I felt good about my widow's peaks, which are just like insane. Like my my hair is like falling out and everything, but mm-hmm. his were like whoa, real good. <laughs> um, and he actually says like, so so they're looking at like the Kit headquarters. I'm not sure if this is connected to Kit Manor. This is Kit Warehouse. Yeah. So the, remember we said the, this is like the building behind the mansion. You know, it's <laughs> right, just on the other yeah. side of a gravel driveway. <laughs> Right. I believe you described this as an Amazon uh, distributing warehouse. <laughs> yes, yes, fulfillment yeah. center. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and um, and um, one of one of the hobos literally says, "Like, I got a bad feeling about this." It's like George Lucas. Did you direct this episode? <laughs> punched up the dialogue. Yeah, <laughs> dear God, if you get your dialogue punched up by George Lucas, <laughs> you wrote a bad script. <laughs> You're truly desperate. Oh, uh, and, and then it's like, I got a bad feeling about this. And the other guy's like, well, I got a good feeling because that's what my horoscope said this morning, which is like painting a kind of an interesting picture of this burglar homeless person who also takes the time to like read a horoscope. I love that. I actually kind of love that's that. Such a, that's such a Scorpio move. I mean. <laughs> Dude, last night, I, I, I went a little manic last night and I, I, I got loaded. I rode my bicycle to the casino and I lost a, money, a bunch of money playing Pi Gal. All right. Um, <laughs> All right. That's a good game. I was, I was talking to this gal and she's like, you're a total Libra. I'm like, no. Oh, that's exactly what a Capricorn would say. I'm like, no. She literally went through like 10 of them. <laughs> I had to tell to her. read your, your yeah, sign. Yeah, yeah. Um... So uh, they take another slug from the bottle and they head towards the Amazon Fulfillment Center. Um, well, the guy says, here, have another slug of this. Because one of them, the, the Kurt Cobain-looking dude, is is saying, like, I've got second thoughts about this. Uh-huh. He's, he's worried about it because, like, it's not... Is he a reverend in this episode? They call reverend? him Rev. They call him Rev. They so call he must. Him Rev. He, he must, and he's very religious, yeah. obviously. I mean, very this religious. Is he's a little li- offended by what's what's going on here, and he says, "Like to have another slug, you'll feel real warm and spiritual." Mm-hmm. Like what? While you commit acts against your god? Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's supposed to be no, comforting. That's against your fellow man. That's different. It's funny because well, these guys are like the living embodiment of like the angel and devil on people's shoulders, except yeah. for they're not sitting on anyone. You know, it's just like the yeah, de- yeah like yeah, they're sitting in. It's like the devil car. trying to corrupt the angel on someone's shoulder. And yeah, car, it, it, car's the some car is the innocent. Cars, yeah, yeah, I guess. Sure. I, yeah, you know what. He's a vessel waiting to be filled he up. Is. With... He is. He is. Oh. He's trusting. You know, like uh, we're we're running ahead of ourselves here. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and it is just weird that they've played the Reverend card twice. The mm-hmm. outlaw Reverend twice. Oh my God, you're right. The biker, the biker gang yeah. had a uh, man in the cloth. Yeah, yeah. That's how so, you know you're really morally depraved. Uh, you know, you got a, a former minister, biker gang, former minister, <laughs> no good drifter. Yeah. 
So they take a pry bar that you could buy at Home Depot for like four forty nine for basically like tearing fucking like uh like plywood off mm-hmm. of your studs if you're mm-hmm. doing a kitchen remodel and that that's sufficient to break into Michael Knight uh warehouse. Um, Where you have a, a murderous cyborg chained up, yeah. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Way to secure the castle, Frankenstein. Like you you have a molecularly bonded car that cannot be, you know, penetrated at all. But yeah, the 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 door to get in <laughs> is made out of like cheap Chineseium. Mr. Like... Knight, can we can we molecularly bond something yeah. that Harbor Freight cannot get into? Is that a, exactly. is that a mission goal we can have for the security of this building? Um, so, uh, then we cut, as they're breaking in, we, we cut to, uh, Michael, who's driving home at 2.30 in the morning in Kit, and, um, he's driving back so late because he had a rendezvous with a woman, right? And then, um, Kit's like, was this, uh, I forget their names, was like, was that Rachel or Rosie? And it's like, no, it was Rachel today, Rosie's the other gal, you know? Uh, he's juggling so, mm-hmm. He is, yeah. Um... I mean, they were probably all failed dates, right? I've heard that he's not so successful with the ladies. Not a great closer. Doesn't yeah. seem like he's a great closer. Yeah. Or he, he just he tells Kit like, "Yeah, I got you. Got to park here. Be in surveillance mode. I'm gonna go tag this woman. I'll be about two hours." And then he goes and does it like his Mormon Bible study. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. We start we start getting this idea of. Um, Kit as an individual and being like, I'm one of a kind. So like, I have no competition. I'm the best that there is. I'm, 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 I'm Kit, you know? Um, And when they do this stuff, I'm starting to look for like the theme of the episode. Like, okay. Title is trust. Doesn't rust. A, I, Throughout this episode, I'm not sure what the meaning of the title trust doesn't rust is. Maybe I'm dense, but B. You know what? Now that I think about it, Apropos of nothing. Oh, right. so you got you got to hit yourself on the head of the hammer and look at that with the mind of a seven year old that's analyzing okay. that basis. You Do have some coke. two depictions. You have a cyborg car that's fundamentally evil and a cyborg car that's fundamentally good. You have human cargo of said car that's fundamentally evil or, or duplicious and lying. And you have one that's fundamentally forthright and honest. And the relationship between those two people, Kit had to trust Michael. My, Kit could have taken over control and veered That's away, but Michael's well. like, "You gotta trust me." Versus the other but guy, he literally who, didn't have a choice, right? Like Michael hit no, the normal button instead of the autopilot can, button. I think Kit can, Kit can like override. push the button faster than Michael <laughs> what? can. Yeah. I think he can. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, I see. I wasn't privy to that. But he, B, did. B, I, he did. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do want to say, like, it, that all might be true, but why is this episode not called Trust Don't Rust? Trust Don't Rust is the uh, title. That's, that's I've been pronouncing that the way this entire yeah. season. Because I've, I've been hyping this episode up, which is I shouldn't have done, but I'm, I'm glad it withstood <laughs> scrutiny. No, that isn't it. Trust Don't Rust is way this more, this, this yeah. show speed. Right? Yeah. I agree. And maybe if there's one change, so uh, we're going to see. Obviously, I don't. I don't want to get too ahead of myself. But, um, right, right, right. Car, the 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 anti kit that we're gonna see later. Honestly, might have been more fun if like he had been left out in like a shed with a leak, and he was like he was all <laughs> rusted out. Like, yeah, fucking, like a tin man yeah. situation. <laughs> anyway, so. Um, to get to that point, we have to first um see the the homeless guys um differently housed uh they they break into the warehouse and again they they just like 
so once they get in the warehouse, they're just like kind of looking around. And there's like a there's a big like power grid thing, and it's like Laboratory Three, do not engage power. Like it, it says that, and mm-hmm. they have to flip one switch. There's not even like a, a lock or anything. Just like, I love it. One Their switch. Idea. <laughs> They talk about guys this rich and they're gold. They have gold and silver in their plumbing, which hey, I don't know what that means. But he talks about like how rich they are and how much gold and silver they have in their plumbing. And then their idea of mission critical security is to put a sticker on something that says, yeah. "Please don't do this." Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why the Roman Empire failed. Actually, it was because they 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 plumbed with gold. And it didn't like yeah, it didn't provide any toxins or anything. It's just like the Huns came in and like took it. So it's a, a bank vault looking thing that they, they turn on um the power to laboratory three and uh and and then they see like the, the hangar door to laboratory three, which is secured by the same type of lock that I use at the YMCA to put my gym bag in a locker. You know? yeah, yeah. So they take a basic uh-huh. pry bar and just like snap it off and like we're in, baby. <laughs> And that's where we get the reveal. There's another kit. This is cool. I like this shot when it's all in the darkness and you just yeah. see the scanner scanning. Yeah. That's it's a really cool. Back to the pilot when Michael Knight first meets uh, Kit. He meets gotcha. Kit in the hangar and it's dark and and it's this great shot right between his um, legs on like <laughs> Nard Vision. I heard you describe <laughs> this. I never actually saw it. <laughs> to the, to, to the, the, the red lights. Um, and then the doors close. Uh, 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 Kit, he does like, does he do a pin? Does he do a classic Kit maneuver where he just like pins him up against the wall or something like that? That was yeah, a little confused. Uh, I don't think no, I don't. I don't. I think he just comes out and menaces him. He does the kind of like uh, you know, I'm uh, uh, I'm an alien. You're an Earthling. Kind of intimidation threat display uh, with his menacing red Cylon laser looking thing. Got you. Yeah. He it reminds me of um, and the door the slams shut like a haunted castle kind of. I don't yeah, know how that... yeah. They try to run and the doors like. Does Kit have door closing powers that we don't Car know Carmite, he's the prototype. So and he goes on and on about how great he is as a prototype. So maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Dylan was like, "Well, we absolutely must remove the door closing feature because <laughs> I simply cannot make it to the bathroom in time." <laughs> <laughs> But have you seen uh, the movie Hobgoblins? It was uh, famously spoofed on MST3K. It's a terrible B movie. Mm-mm. Uh, mm. it, it just starts with like a um, a security guard going into a warehouse and getting killed by like hobgoblins, and um, this is like almost a shot for shot remake. I bet like we could line it up on YouTube. Nice. <laughs> it's <the same. laughs> nice. It's the same thing. We'll be back to talk more about why is Mr. Feeney a car after this quick break. We're getting geared up for the 6th Annual Summer Badass Fest. And while we're working on a slate of apex badass films to enjoy, we've got an early action-packed announcement to make. Just like last year, we're kicking off Badass Season with a live movie watch and podcast recording. We've rented out a theater for connoisseurs of action films and bald move fans that just want to have a great time. Unlike last year, this year's movie is top secret. Hush, hush. No hints, 
except it's incredibly badass. It stars an absolute icon of the genre. We're willing to bet most of you haven't seen it, and it's going to be an incredible viewing experience with a packed house of bald movers. Those of you who came to last year's screening of Total Recall know what a party it was. And those of you who didn't, <laughs> now's your chance to experience it. Meet me and Jim, order some custom movie-themed drinks at the theater's full bar, then watch us record the full podcast for the movie. We reserved a venue over twice the size as last year, but seating is still limited. It's happening Friday, 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 June 21st at 7 p.m. in our hometown of Cincinnati. Get full details and buy tickets at baldmove.com slash live. Cincinnati's actually a pretty great city to visit, and we've got lots of details for side adventures on our event page as well. The Reds are playing the Boston Red Sox in their fantastic Riverside Stadium. The thrills of Kings Island just minutes away, and I'll be leading a kayak trip down the scenic Little Miami River on Saturday. Again, get full details and get your tickets now on our Badass Fest 6 page at baldmove.com slash live live. And now we're back with more. Why is Mr. Feeney a car? Michael Knight is going back to the headquarters. Is he talking on the phone? Oh, that's the thing. He's like, so Michael Knight is just like going back here. Does he, which apparently he lives here. I don't know. Does he just no, like so, sleep so in a hammock? Or, he uh, says he's here to secure. He said he's here to secure the building before the city takes control over it tomorrow. Wait, I what? guess this. I guess the city, wherever they're based in, is going to turn this into a museum to the Knight Knight Foundation. The city is making a, a museum. It's well, a, that's what it says. It says future site, not existing site. Yeah, like, you're they're right. going to turn it what into some hell? public facility. It's a and Michael's there to secure over. it. <laughs> and I'm like, what does that secure? What does that mean? Does and I'm like, I wonder if Devin knew more than he lets on in this episode about what lay. Because like, why? Hmm. What the fuck you got to secure in a laboratory? I I do. <laughs> like Michael's gonna go in there like this stuff looks like smart guy stuff and mash it with a hammer well he know? does he, he does know more right like he he never told Michael about Carr as we'll find yeah, out later he does, yeah but, yeah exactly but he, he thought it's because Carr was no more it, it was a sin of oh, like accidental he, omission he not, knows yeah. he thought he knew less than he actually knew is where we're going less, so okay yeah, okay there. I can't wait to put there's this together no, there's no knowns yeah. and known unknowns no like the, the next episode like there's gonna be like a human car hybrid. Like I was born in a test tube, and they fused tires to me and my life. Dude, when they started mentioning cybernetics later on, I I honestly thought maybe there was a human in this car. I'm not putting uh, a, this show, past the show that in, in season three reveal that Kit's actually got the brain of a dead person, of, of yeah. like Mr. Feeney, you know, some yeah. RoboCop situation. Yeah, yeah. We, in my, we, I mean, I don't, I don't remember the the later later seasons of this show. Things got wild. We we took the brain of Henry Kissinger and put it in Kit so that he can negotiate peace with the Autobots. <laughs> oh, that fits more than you know. This episode, holy shit! Uh, we'll get there. 
So anyway, yes. Uh, so Michael Knight shows up. He's like, there's supposed to be a guard on duty. And there's the doors open. And it's like, dun, dun, dun. I think there's a commercial break there, perhaps. I, um, I, I like how they set up oh. a little bit of mystery here because Kit's like, I feel uneasy, Michael. And he's like, what do you mean you don't even have feelings? He's like, it's like my own my own telemetry is bouncing back at me. Kind of like, right. you know, no, he, that's a good he line. can yeah. sense, sense yeah. an evil version of himself. I thought that right. was cool. It's like Darth Vader saying... Uh, yeah. I, I sense a present I haven't felt since. Uh, so, uh, Michael Knight is going to go inside <laughs> headquarters. I mean, honestly, they're rich enough. I would just, bu- I would just drive through the do- the wall. <laughs> like, I'm, not getting out of- <laughs> I'm not getting out of kit at this point. Yeah. But- true, true. Uh, um, so, uh, Michael Knight spots what, uh, seems to be a dead guard, but apparently he's fine. I hope he hasn't suffered any sort of neck or spine injuries, um, the way that mm. he gets treated. Yeah, what happened to him? Because, like, Carr is still in the, in the locked doors, right? Or, well, I, I guess unlocked doors, but closed doors now. Yeah. Probably still menacing the two homeless guys. No, did the homeless guys beat him up? We didn't Maybe, see it. but they didn't show it. Yeah. They snuck right, in. Course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Is he faking it for like a workers' comp? <laughs> yeah, for TikTok. He saw those guys walk in the lab three, and he's like, "Fuck this, man! I can read the danger signs." <laughs> yeah, he just goes down, and then uh, he's like, three, lab three, and then evil Kit is out at this point. So he's out with the two hom- homeless guys in the cab, which was a surprise to me. I thought he was like killing them. But uh, he's taking hostages in an interesting way. But I guess, you know, no. now that I think about it, Kit can't gas up himself, can he? That's like the one thing he can't do. Mm. Is put That's the true. Like Dracula, needs, yeah. Dracula needs familiars, you know, for when, <laughs> when the sun's up. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, so Evil Kit escapes and uh, Michael Knight. He he does kind of like a, he flops a little bit like a Italian soccer player I would say but um <laughs> and, and he gets out uh, evil kit escapes uh, Michael Knight goes to good kit and he's like uh, it's exactly like you and uh, Michael's like it's not a, not exactly it's like he almost killed me yeah and there's that freeze frame the freeze frames on this show are too much like I said this is the yeah, first movie wild. the first episode I've seen in like 30 yeah. years yeah. and this one is okay because it's a still shot like the camera's not moving much but later in the episode they oh, yeah. do still shots like freeze frames that are him in full motion blur like yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, just like having a seizure in his car. And then there's another one where he's been like arrested by the police and his eyes are like halfway closed. And he's like, Argh. and it, after like the crash through the drive through stuff. That's yeah, just how I, the freeze frames are crazy. That's just I'm how like, sometimes like the editor this. They, yeah. they just didn't give a shit. Like, they could find a frame that's not blurred. Right. Surely they just like, you know what? Close enough. Cut print done. I got a I got a pile of this crap to do before I go home tonight. <laughs> yeah, Fair. yeah. <laughs> and they're not doing it digitally; they're actually splicing film. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 He's like, I got to be at court by two thirty, so like, <laughs> I, this has to be done. I got pulled over with a mountain of cocaine last week. I, I got. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't trafficking. I was kind of using it all myself. That's why this episode's, <laughs> right. that's why this episode's so used. <laughs> 
That's why this episode's so good. The, the writers at the time actually did have warrants and priors, and they were able to tap into that with the character. Of, exactly. Um, it came from um, a place Rev. of honesty. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, so after commercial, uh, we're back at um, Night Manor, and it's uh, Devin, Bonnie, and Michael, who are going to make up a real nice dream team for the rest of the episode, for the most Hell part. Yeah. Um, and it starts with, like, Devin's on the phone. He's like, ah, uh, yes, the, uh, oh, oh th- thank you, Mr. Hospital. Okay, the security guard is fine. Uh, okie dokie. Like, we can rest assured <laughs> the security guard is fine. We like to call that when the soldiers bail out of the tanks in G.I. Joe. <laughs> yeah, get out of here. You know, here. a tank will yeah. explode, but right before you'll see guys bailing out of the hatch and, and, and getting to cover, you know. Uh, exactly. and, and a plane can't explode without a parachute coming out of it. No one can die, all right? Yeah. And um, so I don't want to come across as super horny, just regular horny. Oh, my God, is Bonnie looking so fucking fly in this episode? Is that just me? Dude. No, man. Oh, yeah. Side ponytail you. thing. This is, this is yeah. a... We have a type. It's it's a banner Bonnie episode because she's got like three costume changes. They get her out mm-hmm. of the they get her out of the mechanics uniform. Yeah, uh, they're doing some nice stuff with their hair and makeup. And yeah, I I get what eight year old me was 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 seeing. <laughs> didn't didn't fully understand what was happening, but I was picking up a vibe. Don't don't feel like you're too horny because we got a scene coming up that I I think <laughs> is. It's a little weird. It Does gets it a little involve weird. Dangling zippers. Um, so what we learn is, is car is an acronym for night automated roving robot. Hell yeah. Which I don't love. Like robots. (laughs) Well, (laughs) but but consider kit, consider kit as an acronym. Uh, Night Industries 2000? Aaron, what does kit stand for again? Night Industries 2000. That's super fucking lame. I like that more. Yeah. Kit is a better name. Kit's a good dog name, right? Roving roving robot? Kit is a better name than car. No, look, car is a better acronym than kit. Clearly, this Mr. Knight was like, okay, it's got to be had. called car, obviously. <laughs> what are our options? What do we got? What's the anagram machine say? C-A-R, no, no, our knight's our thing. We got to do that. Yeah. Yep, yep, that's a K. I don't know. Roving robot just makes me think of a Roomba. Uh, I, <laughs> yeah. I, don't, yeah. I don't like it. I don't like Can't it. Can't tell me oh. there are brushes on the bottom side of that. <laughs> Sweeping oh, yeah. the streets while it's driving around. <laughs> well, that's the difference between kit and car. And then, is this yeah. a, is this a kit a car joke? Kit I car. wonder. Oh. I wonder. I wonder. Kit car. Yeah. Uh, uh, seems like a departure. Um. So, uh, Buddy has a, one of the greatest like eye roll reactions ever, and I'm just saying this. This is an honest plea. If anyone can pull that out and make it a gif, I need that. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just so great when she's like rolling her eyes at at this point. Uh, and this is where we learn the difference. The true difference between Kit and Car is that Car's primary function is self-preservation. Uh, he will protect himself. <laughs> this doesn't make sense. Well, uh, actually, you know what? This maybe isn't like great. This is a plot hole. Maybe not a great episode. Uh-oh, anyway, uh-oh. <laughs> uh oh. Anyway, now that I think about it, but... hey, I'm not seeing it. I'm I'm keen to to know what this is. <laughs> we'll get there. So, Car's primary function is to protect Car, right? Whereas Kit's primary function is to protect his pilot, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, Michael's kind of putting the screws a little bit to Dylan, like, don't you think that was a dumbass idea? And 
I love that Bonnie's like, that was before my time. <laughs> she's, yeah. she's like, I wash right. my hands with this. Like, <laughs> it's between you all, yes. Yeah. Which is so great. This is absolutely like, this is a Bonnie episode, in my opinion. Like, Bonnie is so great, and it's, it's really fun to watch her finally do something. Yeah, um, get some lines. And But then it's like, yeah, like, basically Kit has been programmed with Asimov's uh, laws of robotics, right? Like, you can't do harm if by doing nothing you cause harm. You can't do that, right? Like, it's like, whoever, uh, Dinesh D'Souza or whoever wrote this, um, <laughs> he read uh, <laughs> one Philip K. Dick novel and was like, uh-huh. yeah, I, I can write a Knight Rider. Um, he he might have watched Blade Runner. Wasn't the dude who was in this also in Blade Runner? Wasn't that William Anderson? It was it William Anderson? Was he in Blade Runner? Oh my god! I feel I think like he's right. in Blade Runner. I think you're right. He might have read Blade Runner. Yeah. And then there's also that scene at the end where it's like I have seen fires off of the rings of Orion. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Knight does that. Yeah. <laughs> This doofus who's so dense he doesn't understand how a programming change can make a difference in a robot's uh, behavior. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so uh, now we we cut to uh, it's the next day, right? The hobos have like um, slept off. They slept in car, like they slept yeah. off their hangover. It's the next day. The sun is at like noon, so like they were in there for a minute, and uh, um. And again, this is this interesting storytelling of this episode, which makes me think it's not a regular writer's room episode. Is like they're parked in a no parking space, right? There's a sign that says no parking, and they're parked mm. there overnight, obviously. And it's like they're just like these guys are going to defy, um, you know, the norms of society, and we will tell you that, but. Via the medium of street signs. I guess That's great storytelling. Sure, sure. But they are you, cartoons, man. They're they, they're basically like uh, the Three Stooges. Well, you know what this feels like. That's what is why I, why I think it's interesting because Carr is kind of slightly pathetic. Is because he gives like Pinocchio in the grips of the carnies kind of energy, like. It's not that Carr is evil. He's just got his priorities right. mixed up. And he's like a newborn babe. Like, these these obvious hot tricksters are like, eh, you can trust us. He's like, I will enter that into my memory banks. He's just completely kind of innocent and naive. It's and like being, mm. it kind of like Pinocchio as a genie because he's like, I owe you, you. I was in this Tartarus, like, eternal prison. You released me, and I want to make you happy as a result. I want to take care of you. Like... Yeah, it's it's like feel bad com- for Gar. Yeah, fuck Mr. Knight for programming him wrong. Yeah, this Devin is very Frankenstein monster. Oh, does he? Yeah. Doesn't he? Doesn't he say like, oh, if someone evil were to get a hold of this car, they could give it instructions that would make it evil. Yeah, Dude, yeah I, so I, I procrastinate like- on a lot of shit, right? Like, so I'm not judging. But if you have a evil supercar, <laughs> maybe. Maybe take care of that. Like, maybe that yeah. needs to be done. Take come in on a Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> maybe instead of your the- final day, spend admiring how good looking the corpse you fashioned into a face that looks like yourself is. Uh, you can do some goddamn paperwork on shutting down the car and getting yeah. him dismantled. You can yeah, sign we- a few more authorizations for scrapyards. If Michael Knight was less attractive, none of this would have happened. <laughs> I, I want to see the flashback episode. I want to know what Carr did. Like, 
They locked oh him away. Oh my god, yeah. They he's locked like, it away. He's like, I, 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 I honked at a kid. <laughs> they knew it was evil. Yeah. And they didn't dismantle it. I, I don't know. He encouraged Vladimir Putin to invade Crimea in 2014. <laughs> yeah, that, what, what the hell could he, what kind of unspeakable things he could a car do in a laboratory? Oh, oh, I'm sorry, that's after they inserted the brain of uh, Henry Kissinger. Uh, he encouraged right. Vladimir Putin to make Crimea. <laughs> Ooh, I'm getting feisty. Hey, oh, uh, okay, let's take this in another direction, because this scene is the horny one to me. Um, okay. I don't know if you guys were getting a sexual overtone in this scene, but to me, the car is... Okay, uh, let's just say, they yeah. wake up inside a, a strange car. Mm-hmm. Uh, been they've been there. drinking the night before. Mm-hmm. Sure. You know, we've all been there. Uh, <laughs> Who has The car tells them, look, look, dude, nothing has changed since last night. Nothing has changed. This is still cool. We're this is still totally fine. <laughs> car understands your needs, right? Especially your need right. for reproduction. Yeah, that's the right. thing. He's, he's like, I, I have a database of human needs. One, eating. <laughs> right. Two, consuming alcohol. Three, reproduction. It's like, whoa! <laughs> Would you like... And seriously, this happens in the episode. Would you like me to help assist you with your reproduction needs? Yeah, and then later when like the food Were doesn't come through, you... they're like, "Pleased, can we do the reproduction now?" The car asked them yeah. several times. My ti- my tailpipe is all yours, Daddy. <laughs> well, maybe I do you think were the hobos running a soup kitchen inside car, and then oh, like cars like analyzing. He's like, "Well, this they're trying to reproduce, but they just don't have the. I mean, they're just doing it all wrong. I need to. They, they need other." <laughs> This is the biology is not compatible. He does, you know, again, he doesn't understand any of this stuff. Yeah. Webster, uh, the Webster's dictionary is in his memory banks and he looked up reproduce and it is not a soup kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing reproductive happening in a soup. Eh, most soup kitchens. Mm. Yeah. You know, you mm. don't even want to know what gets out. <laughs> uh, uh, so, uh, Eventually, they're like, we saw someone like you. And he's like, that is illogical. I am a one of a kind prototype. No one looks like me. Uh, and he even says, like, anyone you may have seen would be a pale, uh, <laughs> a pale copy of the original. Mm-hmm. Also, then, do you know who this guy's voice is? The voice of Carr? No, actually, I'm curious. It is the same guy who played uh, Optimus Prime. Oh, uh, in the, in and the expect me to have the actor's died. name. Uh, Peter right Cullen. Off the yes, thank you, thank you. That's exactly uh, who he is. Dear God, did you just know that offhand? No, I looked it up. Okay, thank. You. <laughs> okay, <laughs> although we haven't seen God. the Transformers movie, like so. I, I feel like I should know that. I, I know that guy's. He's it's uh, one of those names that's usually at the tip of my tongue, and this is like a very like. Wait, I'm, I thought you know, Orson Welles did. Optimus. No, he was Fuckatron. What was yeah. he? <laughs> yeah, whatever. The the evil. Wait, Orson like Welles was a voice actor, and he wasn't even the main. He's the Darth Vader. He's like the Darth yeah. Vader of the movie. Yeah. Oh my god! Or I guess the Emperor, because wow. Megatron's the. Anyway, it's another '80s franchise. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um. <laughs> so eventually, they're like uh, the the two homeless guys. Um. Sean Bean and uh, Kirk Cobain's alcoholic son and um, drunken uncle Tom Selleck, uh, they, they get hungry, right? And uh, they're, they're like, hey, can, can we get some food um, to Carr? And Carr's like, I detect numerous purveyors of food. It's just, I don't know, just fun. I, I, I like it. I, I like that whole thing. And then, uh, mm-hmm. so Carr 
drives like a madman. Like, he's causing multiple car pileups. He's, like, running across crosswalks where there's, like, a Catholic uh, school trying to, like, cross the street to the playground. Like, it's it's it's, it's nuts. And um, <clears throat> it's because he's only caring about himself, right? He doesn't care about, sure. you know, other people. So I like that. Um, and then they go to this place called Ringmaster. And this is bizarre. This is, this is honestly bizarre. Uh, it's like a, it's a cheeseburger place, I guess. Um, like a Frisch's or a Shoney's Big Boy, except for it's big top yeah. themed, circus themed. And the, the like, uh, the speaker has like this, I don't know, what would you even describe that as? Like a jester sort of a figurine or whatever is like a big mascot. He looks like a Playmobil, like a Playmobil figure. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah, like a Playmobil ringmaster, circus ringmaster. <laughs> and um, uh, car gets into it with the eighteen-year-old minimum wage employee. <laughs> they they have a back and forth, and eventually, car's like, I, "I've had enough of this. We demand sustenance, uh, be it by uh, by the pen or the sword." And uh, he like runs through the the uh, the place where you're, I don't, the mic the whatever the microphone thing that you order your fast food at. The, what do you call that? Yeah, yeah, know. yeah. The fast food order screen. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> what's what's yeah. with all these questions? This is an easy going podcast. <laughs> and I think it's really funny. And eventually they're like, uh, uh, cars like. Uh, what, what what shall we do now, Master? Exactly, you're you're totally right about the genie thing. He's he's it's basically doing thing, like genie yeah. stuff, and um, and they're like, we got to get out of here because the fuzz is gonna arrest us. Blah blah blah. So they take off, right? So then we cut to um Michael Knight driving around a kit, and he's got like some of the coolest sh- uh, shades I've ever seen in my freaking life. I love it's these. Right. I, I want these. They're, yeah. It's like a gradient sunglass thing that looks just banging on him. Like I couldn't pull it off, but. Kanye is going to claim to invent these four years from from this day, because like the, this shit is like 90? from literally 2022 imported. It's insane. The yeah. the the, yeah. the sunglasses drip he has in the scene. It's a good look, and uh, Michael Knight and Kit are having a little heart to heart about um, basically like Michael's like honestly pressing the issue. Like, don't you feel bad that you're not the only? One and he's like, no, because obviously uh, I'm the superior model. And it's like, well, uh, do you feel bad that no one told you that there's an uh, earlier prototype? And he's like, no, I don't feel bad about that at all because I can chalk it up to human error. I'm like, you fucking screw up all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, yeah, it's, it's essentially the computer's version of never ascribe the malice what you can to incompetence. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. So, so his feelings are never. He just assumes you're you're an idiot. The two, uh, I feel bad calling just calling them homeless people, but um, they're bombs. Tony and Rev. If you really want to, if yeah. you really want to know these, yeah. Guys. If you want to, if you want to humanize them, <laughs> use right. their proper names. You know, get to know them as people. We haven't <laughs> at this point in the narrative. We haven't been introduced to the word Rev, but it, so Tony and Rev. No, we have uh, at this point in the narrative. I mean, we don't give a shit about him as oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. You're fr- I get it. You used to live in Seattle. You've had experiences that are you know, negative. I understand, you know. Tony and Rev go back to their like um hideout sort of area. Um which I guess you could call their home. 
Uh, so there you go. Uh, <laughs> and they're having kind of like they're really this car is their home now, right? Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, they're talking. Oh about- yeah, it's gonna be ninety days before Night Industries is gonna be able to get them out of here. Yeah. <laughs> and under under the pandemic eviction laws? Come yeah, on. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, yeah this is their it. car now. No, this is the private go, domicile. They don't go back to headquarters uh like Michael Knight headquarters though. This is the third no. area, right? Uh the third area? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like their hideout. This is like wherever they're they're yeah. they're they're holding I think it's up. just like a shipping container inside a warehouse, right? Is it? Yeah, this uh, is really some seedy dockside location, you know? Mm-hmm. It doesn't really matter that much. What matters is they're going to have a conversation about what they want to do. And uh, Rev, who's like the uh, voice of reason, basically, he wants to l- kind of lay low. And Tony is like, no, oh, we got to, we need to grab the brass ring. Um, <laughs> which, which is I a- fucking love because... So far, everything they've seen from this car is it can drive fast and take corners <laughs> right. pretty good when cops are chasing it. And he says, we, nothing on this earth could stop us. Mm-hmm. If we had a Trans Am that can corner real well <laughs> and, and go real fast. These guys to have a warped fair, perspective he, on he, power. He also <laughs> did run over a fast food drive through sign. So, yeah, true, like, true. You know, I, I think, I did, but, but yeah, and, and I guess he did. He did bust out a night headquarters, the night but, foundation. But they don't know labs. about the molecular bonding. Like That's any true. car could do that, right? Like these flimsy, uh, corrugated <laughs> steel walls. Like any car could do that. Because, uh, because, like you know, cars also like really boastful and high minded. I think they could have worked in that dialogue. Like he could have been like, I, oh, you know. Yeah, uh, uh, they could be like, "Oh my God, you should be careful." You go to Red. He's like, "My molecular bonded gel will keep us protected from everything." And right. then that, it made sense. Yeah, that, or like a the glove compartment pops open because I don't care how good of a car you make. Eventually, that glove compartment is going to pop open when you're driving. Like, whatever. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> and then the manual comes out. The rev starts reading it. He's like, "Molecular bonded shell." Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh. <laughs> I do want to say this is his third mention of like precious metals. This guy definitely has ripped copper wiring out of apartment buildings, right? <laughs> oh yeah, he's cut a the gold, the silver, the brass, off a Honda Civic. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's out there sawing late at night. Uh-huh. Oh man, I got I, I I gotta do a little tangent real quick. I apologize. One time I met this guy when I was bartending. I met this guy, and he made his money. He went to Goodwill and he bought things that had metal. And he, like, dissolved the metal down with, like, acids and shit and, like, reduced it and, uh, like, nice. it made money off of selling that. His hands were stained, like, black. Like, his hands were completely... <laughs> character from S-Town, the podcast. Oh, my God. This is, like, and rise was, and grind, brother. Uh, he was insane. He was telling me about Flat Earth and everything. Uh, of course. <laughs> of course. And Imagine those chemicals that did the that did the dissolving were uh, yeah. probably something you should use under a, a hood, uh, yeah. you know? Uh, yeah, ventilation. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> anywho, um, so they're going for the brass uh, brass ring, and Rev is one over um, because Tony is able to like talk through with Rev and you know talk talk him into doing things he that would go against his morals, right? Um. Michael Knight, again, in kit, he goes, he pulls up because it's like, there's a crime. We're trying to track down this car. Uh, 
It was it was last seen at this uh, burger stand. So he drives up there can, and Kit. Can we, can we talk about that? He's yeah. like, Kit, turn on the police scanner. He turns on the police <laughs> scanner. It's like last seen leaving the three ring at such and such an address. And, and Michael's like, head there, Kit. Uh-huh. This, what the fuck? There was no description of a crime, a vehicle. It's just a vague mention of a place. That could have been a domestic dispute. It could have been a, co- a worker throwing a shake at a dude. It could have been, you know, a bum fight. Carrot top. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. A grease fire. Like, you're just like, I guess he's got no, literally no other lead, but okay. Yeah. California has a strict policy where there can only be one crime at a time. One oh, crime yeah. at a time. Oh, I yeah. like it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the bill that I've been proposing. That's what holds, that's what holds LA time. together. <laughs> <laughs> one crime at a time. That's all they, that's all they got to do. Yeah. Listen, I'm not saying you can't commit a crime. I'm just saying you have to wait in line, pull a number. You know, when your number's up, you commit your crime and, you know. Uh, anyway, and then so he gets arrested. There's like 30 cops, so they like all pull their revolvers and like directly at him, which is a little insane. Like he gets actually oh, kind yeah. of brutalized by the police here. No, <laughs> I was like, because because the cops have been like either criminal buffoons on this show or incorruptible paragons, and this is kind of like a kind of thoroughly modern depiction where they just show up. There's no questions asked. They grab the guy to throw him on the ground and they have like 12 dudes pointing a pistol in his face, which was a cool shot. It was uh, a good shot. And that's the thing. They're, <laughs> they're creative with these shots in this episode. There's there's uh-huh. a lot more, I think, like dolly shots. There's shots like from Michael's perspective up. There's shots from like the warehouse down. Like I again, like this doesn't feel like a normal Knight Rider episode to me. Like they really no. put in a lot of effort into this one. Um, I also like love the indignant look on the Hoff's face when they throw him in a. He's got this, like you know, it's just this, it's, and he, they he freeze usually, frame on it. Yeah, yeah, that's the greatest part. They make sure you get a nice blade. shot of nostrils flared, like overbite deployed, lips pursed like a duck. It's the most bizarre face you've ever seen. Uh-huh. Well, it's the first time the cops have ever been mean to him. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, officers, is it too late to get to the county line? Um, <laughs> so, uh, after the commercial break, uh, it's, uh, it's all good. Like, he doesn't go to jail or anything. It's just, I, I think we're back. Uh, oh, we're in the truck with Michael Knight, Dylan, and Bonnie. Um, oh, there's, one, there's one other player. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we got to talk about this dude. Go ahead, oh, man. No, you tell me. This cop's suggestion is... Well, I'm glad we got this cleared up, but maybe until we recover the stolen car, you should consider repainting yours. Right. Well, uh, thanks, Officer Fuckface. You got a real, I mean, that's that's a way to take a bite out of crime. You want me I, to I, repaint my car for the duration of this crisis? And it's, right. it's impossible that the guys that are on the run from the law would maybe, you know, repaint right. their car. Would never no, happen. No, no, no. Come on, man. <laughs> I, I love this scene when paired with the, the, the crime wave scene that they show later, the montage. Because, mm-hmm. like, they oh, show yeah. this crazy montage of, like, this Trans Am going out there, car, and, and committing all these crimes, running through bank vaults. And I, I don't know, like, baseball card shops. It, they're stealing, like, rookie <laughs> the, the rookie cards from Mickey dude, Mantle. That Griffey, <laughs> that's a signed rookie Griffey, dude. With right. jersey 
on it. Like that's that's money. Yeah, we're yeah, in the yeah. money, baby. <laughs> but but when you look at the, there's a shot at the end of that. That's like the newspaper, right? That says crime wave. Cops are powerless to stop yeah. it. <laughs> and I imagine when this cop tells him to paint his car a different color, the the opposite side of that page must have an article that says wave of false arrests of Trans Am owners, right? <laughs> but if They're you're driving a black, black Trans, Trans Am, Am, paint yeah. your fucking car, for God's sake. Class yeah, action lawsuit against <laughs> right? the Los Angeles County. <laughs> Douchebags everywhere, suing the, the county. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Why do you guys think they also introduced that Bonnie's doing some clandestine modification to Kit? Why are they keeping this secret? I don't know. Uh, from Kit? Yeah. From Kit, I'm, I'm surprised Kit would would be cool with it. He's like, okay, just put something in me that I don't. Yeah. Like, I, it, to the point where I thought it was like a kill switch for Kit that they were going to use later. For I was some thinking reason. I'd forgotten something like that too. That there was going to be like a test of loyalty between brothers. Like it's going to be a lore like trust you know, they doesn't they, rust, right? Right, right. And I'm like, I don't remember that, but they should rise up against their human oppressors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least be tempted. At least be tempted. I think, yeah. uh, you know. So there, there is some line. It's like, I had to take out X so that I could put in Y. And maybe he just doesn't want that taken out, you know? Mm. It's yeah. like, his I A circuit that he loves so much. I can't do a fucking ski anymore. Mm. You're taking out my <laughs> ski mechanism. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I love this cop, too, though. I, I want to talk a little more about this cop. He... <laughs> it, it, just put yourself into the context here. Like, this cop is returning a talking car <laughs> to a roving laboratory built into a semi truck, and he's just like, he has nothing uh-huh. to say about that. Nothing. Yeah. He's just like, yeah. yeah, you might want to paint your car. You guys claim to be the foundation for law and government. Can I see the permit you have to, you know, right. have this super weapon? Y'all are vigilantes, right? Yeah, we're all vigilant, you know. Oh, Shit, God. are you that other black Trans Am we got a report like, about two weeks ago like, crashing through like, that building? Yeah, I mean, it's like the Hank Hill meme where it's like, y'all the vigilante group? No, we're actually the foundation for law and government, and we are lone crusaders. Uh, yeah, this is the vigilante group, and they just like just start whomping and handcuffing everybody. So the thing, <laughs> is, the thing is, this is uh, my jurisdiction, so you're you're doing a what? You're doing a what in my territory? <laughs> Uh, oh, well, I don't know. That might oh, be a man. fine. No, I didn't say it's fine. I said it was a, it's going to be a fine. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> yeah, anyways. So, uh, Bo- Bonnie's putting something in kit, and um, Michael Knight has this line uh, where he's like, because he's like, I consider Kit to be a partner, and he's like, uh, I had a lot of partners back when I was a cop. It's just kind of a throwaway line. I was like, dude, this whole story started when your partner got shot in the face. Like, you can't just be saying like, yeah, back when I in my copping days, I had plenty of partners. Well, you know, I think this is going by. So, like, I'm I'm I have the sneaking suspicion that this is a little bit of a multi arc storytelling that's going to be like some kind of inadequacy or loneliness within Kit. Because Kit's saying that I'm one of a kind, one of a kind, and one of a kind. Michael Knight's like, I've had lots of partners, lots of partners, lots of yeah. partners. You know, it's like there's, the, there's these contrasts. Um, I don't know if they'll ever do anything with it because this episode <laughs> fundamentally ends in like a melancholy note with Kit. Yeah. Um, it, yeah. It fuck does. with me if this, 
Which like is I said, this might be the George R. R. Martin's like, bing, bang, bong, bing, look how fucking hot this episode is. Here's a bone for next episode, fucking out. And then nobody picks up the bone. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. Card does up. come back. Card does, believe it or not, by the way this this, this episode ends, <laughs> he does wild. come back, if I recall, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty well. Is George R. R. Martin the fantasy version of, like, Lost J.J. Abrams? J.J. Abrams, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> He's we the get... TV writing equivalent of Guy Ferrari. <laughs> this is where we get introduced to Zeno's Paradox. Um, which oh, is Jesus Christ. the irresistible force uh, meeting the unmovable object, right? Something we mm. all thought about in fifth grade. Mm. <laughs> I left mm. it there because I don't think that interesting of a thought experiment. Yeah, these guys Until are just one step episode. ahead. These, these guys are just one step above Saturday morning cartoon writers. I swear to God, this yeah. is just one step above Timon and Pumbaa shit. I thought Zeno's Paradox, like, I, w- I was confused by that, because I thought it was, what is it where it's like the cave, the parable of something, where it's the cave and the man is shackled to the wall and that only Plato? sees... That's Plato, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Zeno, Plato, it all I hear this isn't even... Zeno's not Zeno's, one of his paradoxes. Yeah, I thought Zeno's big paradox was the, like, every journey, every step towards a journey covers half the distance... And every step can be divided. That was that Mandy Moore movie infinite. too, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure. I think that's just an asymptote. <laughs> yeah, this is it's it's too early in the '80s to be talking this philosophical. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, we we get a shot of um, car driving around, and here's something I wanted to run by you guys. Like, this is a self-driving vehicle, right? Hmm. Like a car is like a motor connected to wheels. Sure. This is, this is factual. This is my understanding. I, of- I will enter this into my memory banks. <laughs> but like when, when cars driving himself around the pedal, like goes down, like it's a fucking ghost stepping on it. Like does the pedal have to go down? Couldn't the self-driving car just drive itself without the pedal going down? It could, but I gotta say the interaction of the the vehicle, I always think that's very cool because yeah, like in a Tesla it doesn't have to do shit but it's still super, I mean the Tesla probably doesn't, but like I think it is cool that the like the wheel steers and the the pedals work and the gear shifts like it just they use Honestly, that shot it would have felt in this less episode. advanced. It would have felt cheaper and dumber if it if yeah. in the eighties if if it was just like oh yeah, Kit doesn't have to steer. That's it's true. just magic. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, so this is where we get the aforementioned montage, which is mm. terrible. This is such garbage. It's like they're robbing banks, they're <laughs> robbing Griffey rookie cards from uh, <laughs> uh, pawn shops. Uh, <laughs> I got in my notes it says it's a crime wave montage of breaking glass and smelling cash because that's what <laughs> they're doing. And it, and they're also ends. biting cash. They're biting cash. <laughs> yeah, they're biting. They're eating money. It's like yeah. got, it's like. Well, I must fulfill your primary need of nourishment. <laughs> Let me acquire for you money. Like, All right, I guess I'll eat the money. Um, they <laughs> they definitely do that. The thing is, like, is this a real gold coin? I gotta bite it to find out. But they're doing it with, like, wads of hundreds. With a stack of binges, yeah. yeah. (laughs) It's insane. (laughs) And then it ends with, like, a shot of a printing press, like, printing newspapers, and then, like, a spiraling, like, headline newspaper. 
no. No, absolutely <laughs> not. You cannot do that. Yeah, no. This is like a Dick Tracy, Adam <laughs> West Batman kind of movie. Yeah. yeah. You know, I think my favorite thing about this episode is the cost savings that are obvious in this episode. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you guys noticed it, but you definitely should go back and watch this because you will pick it up. Because I know you just guys, you guys just released your episode for, well, okay, when this comes out, it'll be like six weeks ago. Yeah. But mm-hmm. the one I heard, the latest one that's out right now is Slamming Sammy's Stunt Stunt show spectacular. spectacular. You got it. Uh, all right. <laughs> Fuck that name. Uh, <laughs> they reuse shots from that episode and from Night of the Phoenix, the first episode, in oh, this yeah. montage. And you can oh, see really? it because there are stars. The decals from when they no. do the Slam and Sammy's oh. bullshit are on the car in some of these <laughs> no shots. Yes. Well, I, I notice it a lot because like the other brilliant thing about this is they make a villain out of what they have on hand in plenty, which is duplicate kit cars. Yeah, but yeah, what yeah, I yeah. notice yeah. is in several yeah. scenes because yeah. they're hot swapping this, the, the tow bar that they use to tow yes. these, these transams around when they wreck them and shit and when they're when and, and uh is plainly visible in a lot of the scenes with with car. Even like, like the I kind of hero that. shots where like you know they're you're getting like full detail of his nose and people are like crouched around talking to him. Uh-huh. I thought that's like it was interesting. I almost wonder if they in, intentionally included that so kids could tell like at a glance, but it's a pretty subtle detail. I think they're just lazy. Uh, no, I mean, this whole this whole episode is a cost saving measure, right? They're like, fuck, we want to do something cool, but we don't have the budget. Like, what can we do with the shit we have on hand? You know, we have like eight of these stunt cars. Let's right. just make, make one of yeah. them have green bars instead of red squares or whatever. And we're good yep. to go. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's a great it's a great idea for a villain of this particular yeah. show and era. It's like, yeah, you're making you're really making a meal out of out of nothing. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, warming up leftovers, putting them together. You got like the Chinese food leftover. You got hell you yeah, got so, it's you a got turkey sandwich after Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what we learn is Kit and Car. Uh, I mean, mostly Car, but Kit by extension has one weakness. If you shoot that motherfucker with a Star Wars laser right in the face. It's over. <laughs> that's, over. That's but over. but it's got to be from 100 yards or closer. Uh-huh. It's it, It's got to be right in the scanner. It's got to be for two seconds. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and Bonnie chimes in here. I love it. Bonnie's like, by the way, the laser is only good for two shots. Oh, and by the way, it only works after drinking two shots. Oh, <laughs> and those shots have to both be schnapps. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's why they call me David Heschel Schnapps. I'm fine. Uh, <laughs> there are so many stipulations, like like intricate rules that they're piling yeah, on here. I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's al- great. Also, only uh, on a on a full moon, but a low tide. So that's uh, <laughs> <laughs> good luck. Uh, yeah, 100... I like the way they they did. I thought they did the you know we're making fun of, but I I thought it was effective the way it's like they kept on pylon restrictions, and she's like you know 100 yards and for two seconds like Bonnie that car can cover 100 yards in two seconds. She's like yeah, yeah. I know, and you only get two shots. Bum, bada, bum, bum, bada, bum. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. How fast would 100 yards in two seconds be in miles per hour? 
Fuck, uh, I don't know. From a, from a standstill, I'm not doing math. yeah. From a standstill, like what's the acceleration on that? Or if, how many or is how many hogsheads are in a quarter mile? Uh, yeah, I'm we not can, sure. Yeah. We cannot do any more cow math. No way. Uh, so Here, the here's foot acres. How many foot acres to, to foot pounds are we got here? Yeah, I, I love Michael's reaction when she unveils, like she pulls the hood back over this dong-shaped laser and michael's just like wow all lasers are dog-shaped lasers i'm pretty sure he thought it was like some kind of sex device right yeah for sure Mm. Uh, she's like oh oh, this is the wrong wrong one no 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 this this is for me (laughs) that's my laser Uh. (laughs) and then they shoot the laser at the fireplace but kind of nothing impressive it's like it's like all right here's the laser and it shoots out like a star wars green like plasma yeah. ball style laser, and it's like, wow! <laughs> it's like, uh, uh, mm-hmm. all right. And, and I'm thinking, like, okay, does this thing do burst fire? Can this thing even shoot for two seconds? Because you just said a stipulation is two seconds of shot. Yeah, right. Yeah, it, it's like it shoots one shot. That's not two seconds yeah. of sustained anything. Do you think Kit is magnetic? He's probably Ferris. Yeah. Although think, I think, don't they call it's like a molecularly bonded ceramic something or other? Maybe not. I, I feel like Kent's ultimate nemesis. Oh, shit. I'm just thinking about uh, this was a plot point in uh, Futurama. Never mind. They just when <laughs> If you're oh, thinking that, that he might get a magnet yeah. stuck to yeah. the top of his car, I, I, that uh-huh. probably happens before this show's over for sure. Okay. So what's going on is there's uh, Tony and um, the Rev. They're. Uh, they're at their headquarters, and Carr is like, "I need a tune-up. I need uh, adjustments to X, Y, and Z. I can't, I can't remember." And they're like, "Well, what the, what the fuck are we gonna do about this? <laughs> I have no idea how to do this. This is a supercar. Jiffy Lube ain't gonna do it, man. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So like, don't, uh, don't know about these Theta circuits. And I, do, 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 I think it's uh, car deduces is like if there's another one of me, of course it's being maintained. Therefore, we shall um, <laughs> acquire the person who does the maintenance on the other car, which of course yeah. is Bonnie, right? And Rev has it's, a it's logical, a, sure. Rev yeah. has an emotional sort of reaction to this. He's like, "Man, I'm not. I'm all about stealing Griffy cards, but I'm not trying to kidnap <laughs> anyone, man." <laughs> Uh, and there's this great line um, that Tony says which I I actually think this is like a top tier line I think this is great great writing he's like you're you're getting conscious a little late in the game yeah (laughs) (laughs) which I love that um and I guess he's got I, a line that's not so good in this scene, though. Like when cars like <laughs> watching them talk about the the subterfuge. Well, it's it's a double layered subterfuge here. Uh, we'll maybe get to that. Car but is one of the lines on them as they make their plans. Right, Tony's trying to like. It. Yeah, t- Tony's trying to like talk Rev into like this being okay, and he says, "Okay, well, we'll just tell Kit Car, sorry, that we're doing this thing, and we won't actually do it for him. We won't kidnap anybody, and then you know that's all fake. That's all just make him feel better." But Kit's or Car, sorry, <laughs> I keep mixing them up. That's Car is watching them, identical and, and, cars. <laughs> and, and Tony's talking to him, and he's like, "I'll, I'll buy him some Plark." Oops, uh, spark plugs. He'll be real happy. There's like a line flub here that they just totally keep oh, really? in. I'll buy him some Plark spark plugs. 
I have those. They do that ones. occasionally. Yeah, Listen, they'll have some blown on there. Don't, they don't own cars. I don't know. There's he's, mm-hmm. <laughs> so just plug plugs to them. Yeah, he's like, uh, I, I heard uh, one time my mother-in-law before I got divorced, she told me that I had to go pick up some plug 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 plugs. I don't know. So, we'll so I went that. to AutoZone and I told them, "Give me the plug plugs." <laughs> and they had me arrested. I don't know why. I only stole a little. It was only two. It was only one wiper blade, not even two. And they still arrested me. Yeah. I do feel like they didn't do much with this because they set this up to be like Carr is understanding that they're lying. And then Carr also comes to appreciate that like Tony sold the rev out and, and lied to him and broke his trust. And I yeah. thought they were going to go to some kind of cool like kit or cars like, fuck it. I can't trust humans. I've added that information to my memory banks. Mm-hmm. I'm all on my own, baby. But they never even, really, they, like, they have all that there, but they never connect it. They never connect yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Like, why show cars suspiciously watching him with his remote sensors, uh, trying to plot a betrayal, and yeah. they just drop that thread? He could even be like, yeah. um, I'll chalk that up to human error. Uh, yeah. uh-huh. Sure, call back. If you really want to earn, good. you really want to earn your residual check, yeah, you'll bring that <laughs> that out. But okay, so after the, oh, what we learn is like um, Tony and the Rev, they want to have one more big job. It's an Ocean's Eleven style heist where they can retire, and go to Rio <laughs> after this. We'll be back to talk more about why is Mr. Feeney a car after this quick break. And now we're back with more. Why is Mr. Feeney a car? So we're at uh, Night Manor and the uh, security alarm is going off. And um, Devin's like, what the devil's going on? Um, And we learn, uh, we cut to Bonnie in the trailer. And this is when Bonnie answers the phone. And she's like, Doc, Dr. Bristow, like, hello, like, reporting. <laughs> like, this is where we <laughs> learn that Bonnie is has a PhD just when I, I thought she couldn't get any hotter. She has a PhD. Oh, shit. I didn't catch that. Fuck. Like, nice, Dr., nice catch. Yes. Uh, Dr. Bonnie Barstow, I think, is her. <laughs> her gotcha. She's a cyberneticist? She would I mean, have that's to be what they yeah, say they I mean, need, right? She's installing, she's installing <laughs> yeah. lasers and harpoons in cars, man. Yeah, I think uh-huh. um, her uh, graduate thesis may have been related to Kit. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Like, her thesis was like, how do I take this evil car and make a good version of it? Well, <laughs> um, no, it was just on Zeno's paradoxes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, so, drunk Uncle Tom Selleck uh, shows up and kidnaps Bonnie just like easily, just like waltzes mm-hmm. in and kidnaps her. It's, gets... like a, it's like a Popeye cartoon where like yeah, Bluto just comes in and yeah. swaps up, just uh, grabs Popeye! olive oil. She's like, ah! with her noodle arm swapping. Yeah, it's exactly <laughs> yeah. like that. Um, so, uh, Dr. Bonnie uh, gets kidnapped and uh, Kit is. Uh, on it, um, Michael Knight knows about it, and Michael Knight is not in Kit. He has to leap onto the hood of Kit. Car? Am, am the, no, he jumps on car, doesn't he? I'm he jumps on car's oh, okay. T-top, yeah. I, I, I really want to talk about this because it's fantastic, but I need to know, and maybe you guys have a great lay of the land here after doing 
nine of these episodes. We'll see. Michael Knight says, meet me at the the main building. Something's up. And then Mm -hmm. he runs hundreds of yards. He runs football field links to get to the main road where Kit might be pulling up. How far away does he park from this building? Does Michael Knight take a fucking hike every time he goes in? Yeah, does into Kit the main drop him off of- at the door and then park in the visitor lot, like you know, where you have to take a shuttle to the Wayne, the the oh, Knight Foundation? Maybe that's it. Maybe that's like it. An like Amazon. In the, yeah, in the time of Tesla, why would we ever need yeah. parking near yeah. a building? Yeah, you wouldn't. You wouldn't send that to the car shed. Yeah. Those, oh God, you're right. Parking spaces are for the uh, vans or the distribution of. You know, goods. Uh, I got to say, this uh, ghost ride and the whip that the stuntman's (laughs) doing here, Uh pretty good stuntman work. Because there's a talent to... great stunting. Like, like, knowing where the camera is and knowing when you can thrash your head, so you just show him the wig. And Mm -hmm. he's like, I mean, that really looked like David Hasselhoff. Like, they... they, they, it held up. It held up. Yeah. I, I, except for the hair. I, I'd be offended if I was Hasselhoff by those wigs. How are you going to make a Hasselhoff wig, though? I mean, it's a, it's true. A, uh, yeah, it's one yeah. of a kind. It's uh, true. <laughs> German import. But no, I've been, <laughs> I've been consistent throughout this entire series. The stunts are great. The driving is great. All the guys who were making, I don't know, a hundred bucks. A day on that set, mm-hmm. <laughs> they mm-hmm. did great work. The um, below the line folks really putting 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 in work. Michael's on the roof of Kit. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, car. I did it. Um, <laughs> Kit rolls up, and uh, Kit uh, uh, Michael Knight jumps from uh, car to Kit, and then slides in through the window. And now we got a, ourselves a good old fashioned car chase, baby. Mm-hmm. And it's an equal supercar versus supercar. It is. Uh, and, and Michael Knight says, let's pour it on, which is an interesting line. I love it. Um, but what happens, because, uh, of course, evil Kit, whose name is Carr, um, he's got to get away, right? He has he has no desire to preserve the life of, uh, uh, of others. So he drives... Straight through a neighborhood, and Kit has to pull, like, call it off. Right? It's too dangerous. Too dangerous. By the way, this neighborhood is one hundred percent White Rock. Yes, it's the it's exact a, it's same a, fucking mm-hmm. set. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. White Rock. <laughs> it's uh, it, from it, recently was ravaged by a, a, ba- a biker gang war. Uh, okay, th- there's another bit of trivia about this. Uh, this square is it's the courthouse square on the universal lot that like back to the future and all those Ooh, I, think other, we mentioned, I think we might have mentioned that on good day white rock if okay. not we should have because yeah 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 this is a famous lot which <laughs> means also was the same uh, uh, square for gremlins yes this is a yeah. really fucking famous back back lot totally. uh, small town set it's also where uh, Uncle Owen and Aunt Peru had their house in Tadaway <laughs> You can still see the burnt out husk of a skeleton in the in the background. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, the, Michael's cry of anguish as he realizes they can't, uh, and you, we get another freeze, freeze frame, frame funny face where he's like, you know, hi no, no, 
<laughs> that's that's actually exactly what it sounded like. I didn't know if I could nail it. I nailed it. And then imagine him like freezing in full blur mode where you can't even <laughs> decipher right. that it's a human being, let alone yeah. Michael Knight in anguish. Yeah, yeah. He's in full your head thrown back. Yeah. Head oh, is that a rancor? Grandma, grandma, what is that? It is. It is. <laughs> I'm sure glad my daughter doesn't know that I make this podcast. She'll be like, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, okay, so um, <laughs> since uh, 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 s- since we can't have a car chase, um, after the commercial break, it's uh, Michael and Kit, and they're cruising around, and this is when we learn like the, the, the laser needs to be calibrated before we can fire it. And then also, um, <laughs> after that, we cut to uh, the Tony and the Rev. They're, they're hideout again, and uh, Bonnie's there, obviously, as a kidnap victim. And um, she's like, tr- she's got a screwdriver. She's like trying to open up the fucking console to, <laughs> to get at. Yeah, trying to run a scam. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it, I, I love it, that. Bonnie. I love it. And it like electrocutes her, it, like shocks her, like. Um, but she's at least, you know, that's an agency. That's that's a woman in an yeah. 80s show being proactive towards, like, the plot. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah, because she oh, could have like, been just a straight-up MacGuffin. Like, we need to calibrate the law, yeah. laser. Bonnie is the one that calibrates. But she's, yeah, she's trying to uh, architect her own escape here. Yeah. This is a doctor of cybernetics we're talking about. Yeah, she's not a dummy. Dr. Bonnie. You're goddamn straight. Although she does, when she escapes, she so she does, like, try and sabotage, but then the car gets distracted, and she tries to escape, and ends up like three feet away behind a barrel. Yeah, that uh, wasn't her escape a great. Is a little weak. Wasn't a great escape. No. Yeah. Not like well, Steve McQueen. A lot. <laughs> nice. Uh, I I feel like a lot of this, uh, like the the action scenes may have been um, like uh, choreographed or directed by uh, carnies. <laughs> when, when you're a cardi, you're hiding behind a barrel when there's a bull, you know, like doing his thing. Yeah, like that, yeah. That's a legit True. strategy, you know? Uh, uh, our, our baddies, they're eating like some terrible fast food or whatever, and Bonnie is like, not even Michael would eat that. <laughs> so funny. Oh, it's White Castle. She's just, yeah. I, I still don't get our that. Our slider's not burgers. Come on. I Come don't on. understand. Um, but <laughs> just like she's like, yeah, he's a he's a trash man. He's he has the he has the diet of Oscar the Grouch, and we all know it. <laughs> um, and so at this point, Rev is pissed because of the kidnapping. He didn't want to kidnap anyone. He just wanted to ride around in his like given by God uh, supercar <laughs> that showed up mm-hmm. in his life and um steal Griffith cars and go to Rio. Um. <laughs> And at this point, Bonnie, uh, Bonnie's like, uh, may I access your video? Uh, because the, like the, the two baddies are like holding a, a newspaper. It's like world's largest gem exhibit ever <laughs> to, to be held security free. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, you know what? Like, I think that earlier scene where Kit, where Carr was surveilling those guys was just to establish this. 
so it wouldn't mm-hmm. seem like Deus Ex Machina. Yeah, they didn't. Yeah. They didn't realize they were setting up a a, a car is suspicious of a, the human plot. They're just like, oh, this <laughs> is a thing these cars can do, so you won't call bullshit when we do it five minutes from now. Makes, I bet you my life. Yeah, it makes no sense because like I can understand like Kit or car being able to access cameras. I'm fine with that. Sold, hundred sure. percent. This was like an over-the-shoulder <laughs> shot of what the guy was reading in the newspaper. Like, what the? F- where did that camera come from? <laughs> what is that? Oh, see, I thought it was. I thought I didn't think he was hacking physical building cameras. I thought that's just his scanner technology. Uh, and I was kind of like, yeah, where the fuck is this angle coming from? But the camera unit B is the the the, the cold truth there, <laughs> right? <laughs> and then Rev is like. Uh, he says to Tony, he's like, you're not the man I used to know. This car changed you, man. It's like Lucifer up in heaven. <laughs> very, yeah, he goes holy rolling in this scene. Very heavy handed, I would say. <laughs> and he's like... There's a line. Mm. Do you guys watch this with subtitles? No. Uh-huh, I do. Oh, there's a line from Rev here where as it cuts away to Carr watching them, it says... Strong drink made the devil fall from grace. And, and it's a complete non sequitur. Like, what? It, it's, <laughs> yes. Watch this episode again with subtitles. Because it's, it's, it's both like the volume what? level is lower too. Because it's from uh-huh. Cars POV. But like, it's a total non sequitur. Wait, wait, wait. I'm I think not a, he's trying I'm not to build a Bible he's... scholar or anything. But <laughs> right. I don't think it was because Lucifer was getting drunk. I really oh, don't think so. That's in Revelation chapter four, where the great dragon got wicked pissed and drug a third of the stars from heaven. Oh yeah, yeah. Called the old man out. It was, it was a shit show, man. Called the old man yeah. out. You know, like guy, you're you're not so great. You're, I can make my I'm own. A, I'm gonna go down and tell these people they're fucking naked. That's right. That's right. I want to put the fruit in their mouth and go yum yum. Yeah, yeah. You're nothing but eyeballs and fucking rings of eyeballs, man. Uh, he does yeah, rave, rave about and like Satan's built this infernal machine. I think he's trying to weave like the drinking and the yeah. genie, evil genie nature. Like, I mean, the, it's a the, muddied, but I, I see what they're going for. The, yeah. the line I have written down is, "I care about your immortal soul, Tony." Oh, yeah. Yes. It's just great line. That that's a line right out of the room. You're tearing me apart, <laughs> Tony. Uh, uh. <laughs> so then, fucking drunk Uncle Tom Selleck smashes the rev right in the head. <laughs> like a, knocks him the fuck out. Yeah, and at this point, is he dead? I don't know. I think he's out of the show. Like he doesn't come back, does he? He said, oh, well, right? Kit, or Carr says, why did you deactivate Rev? Yeah. I think that's dead. Yeah. Wow. I didn't even think about that. That's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Car- it's like Johnny Five disassemble kind of yeah, double Car- speak. Carr goes, I was watching you deactivate the Rev. Was he malfunctioning? Mm-hmm. This is fun. I, I, again, like, I like it. I like it. Again, I, I thought they were so close to building a cars developing a, a a kind of healthy and understandable distrust of humanity. Right. But no. And yeah. and Bonnie, so Bonnie takes this opportunity to fuck off and she's like, "Oh, you know, uh, Tony has no idea where she's at and he's like looking around and she just steps out of cover." Mhm. 
I wish that they turned out that she had a, a one of the Knight Rider watches and they implied oh. that Kit had given her one of the whole get 10 feet to the left because I'm about to obliterate this wall, you know, kind yeah. of deals. <laughs> if, I, yeah. if I was writing this, I would have had Bonnie like play up like the existential dread of Rev to like get a, to drive a wedge between them and make make that. Let her be the thing that makes uh, Tony smash and kill. Yeah, Rev. a better a better show would have her like you know while she's working on car be like you yeah. can't trust these guys, but it's in my memory banks that I can trust them and <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. and uh -huh. play, like playing them all off each other you know. Sure. Like, I would have had Z uh, uh, Bonnie murder Tony like Xenia on a top with her legs, just jump up there and, and <laughs> ah, choke ah, him out. Too horny, too horny, Jim. This is <laughs> sorry, this is an sorry. 80s kid show. <laughs> I've, I, I look, I've heard your podcast from a previous episode. I know it gets horny. <laughs> ah. Well, it is the 80s. It's a Guilty. Different time. Uh, <laughs> listen, I've been single for a long time. All right, so. Uh, <laughs> So at this point, Kit smashes through the wall, and Bonnie gets into Kit with Michael Knight, um, and uh, she feels uh, Michael Knight doesn't know where to go, and she's like, "We gotta go to the gem exhibit, baby! Like that's where they're going." Because she figured it out again. Bonnie agency is always good. Um, so <laughs> they they smash their way. Uh, I, I'm sorry, Car the evil Kit smashes his way into the museum um which looks an awful lot like michael knight industries amazon fulfillment <laughs> warehouse and um <laughs> is they're they're in the warehouse section of a museum you know like how every museum has a giant they gotta warehouse. receive those sarcophaguses someplace man <laughs> <laughs> how dare you sarcophagi um <laughs> Uh, the cops that are there, there's like security guards there, and they start shooting at uh, the driver of car, which is Tony. And Tony does his villainous, throwing his head back laugh, which is so great. He's like, ha 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 ha, as a bullet just glance off of, you know, car, which is indestructible, right? He's this is the impotence of these cops, for mm -hmm. sure. This is a move you would do if you're trying to impress the third level balcony on a stage play. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's yeah. the gusto he's with raw. which he goes yeah. for it. He's acting <laughs> to the back of the room, dude. Like, 100%. Yeah, he is. Um, yeah, he is. <laughs> and, then, and then what do they do? <laughs> this is wild. Car corrals up some like cardboard boxes <laughs> and he pushes them towards the cops. And pins them in a cardboard this box. Is this is pin chosen by proxy. This is this, this is pin. This is Kit's patented butt yeah, butt pinning is. move but with props. Yeah, no. Yeah, Car yeah. is I I and the like. Car, you're better. You're better than the like the Kit maneuver. Of course, so he just <laughs> uses right. his his chassis to pin you up against the chain link fence or whatever. However, the, the boxes. It's great. <laughs> so, the thing that strikes me about this is the the half mile an hour you can definitely tell that the car is actually doing in this shot uh -huh. and the mm -hmm. 8x speed up of the film <laughs> they're doing do to make it look like that. he's going four miles an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's do, so silly looking. They do a lot of undercranking this stuff for sure. Yeah. Um, and then so now our villain, Tony, without Rev, Rev's dead, baby. Uh, and uh, car is there. Uh, he's able to just take his Home Depot pry bar 
<laughs> start opening up some uh, pine boxes that are f- filled with straw and then filled with a little smaller box and it's like tiaras it's uh necklaces it's a lot of expensive jewelry and he's he's having a good time i respect that he kept that pry bar on him throughout this entire ordeal this is true that Listen, guy keeps that his, shit on lock his dad gave him that pry bar oh <laughs> uh, <laughs> I also when think jewels are shipped to Covenant. <laughs> jewels, jewels, uh-huh. jewels are shipped from Antwerp in the same box <laughs> that like had the Fabergé leg from Christmas Story. <laughs> like exactly the same. Like the that's Fabergé sh- leg. Yeah, yeah. That's that's that's, that's, that's Fabergé. The Fragile. <laughs> I remember Fragile. Yeah. Oh my god. Fabergé is so much better. <laughs> Every once in a while. My brain really comes up with a good one. Holy shit. But yeah, oh, yeah that's how it comes straight from Antwerp. Yeah. Shane, Shane picks him up from the docks just like that in his, for his company. So after the plundering, um, uh, Michael and Bonnie are driving towards the Jet Museum. And uh, uh, Michael's like, you gotta get out. And, uh, <laughs> like, you're you're too much of a woman to be in this in- indestructible car, apparently. And she's like, fuck you. No, I'm staying in the car, which I love it. I love this episode so much, especially because Bonnie is being fucking Bonnie, you know? Yeah. Only, like, I can f- uh, I only I can fire an uncalibrated la- laser. Yeah, Unfortunately uh, for all of womankind, it turns <laughs> out she can't. It turns out she can't. Yeah. Turns out she's a terrible shot at an uncalibrated laser. So maybe, oh. maybe but you know what? You know what? Uh, Michael's got his share of uh, uh, unwarranted bravado, too. So they're a match. Before a match. we get... Th- okay, all right. He was a Vietnam War vet. It's like 10,000 rounds were shot for everyone that found, you know, it's a target in the Vietnam War. Mm-hmm. Um, so we get this crazy scene where Michael and uh, Bonnie, they, they pull up with Kit under a garage door. That's like a loading door. So it's raised up like 10 feet, right? Then <laughs> we get this top-down shot <laughs> and we see car fly out of the like the loading dock busting through the the garage door and and then it goes back because you know you know something that cool you gotta see it twice and we get like the most weird like weirdly cgi or like what was this like like uh car flying over kit it just looked weird. Do you guys know what I'm Did, talking is, about? No, because I was like, it's like, I thought it's a pretty cool shot that like car jumps Kit like he's a bull on a ranch, like kind of stunts over him. He does, but I didn't I see it, it was it was it was shot like it was shot like slow mo kind of thing. There I was think they, I, I, I think I they did what... two shots and then like layered them over each other or something like. Oh yeah 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 yeah. I don't yeah. know. You you guys are the film experts. I'm just some dude. <laughs> Well, I, I feel like in the, the 80s, 80s, like if you had a stunt scene that you had covered multiple angles and they all worked, you're going to use them. And if that meant you got to rewind yeah. time and show an explosion five times, by God, you'll do it. Uh-huh. Uh, they, they they had a Trans Am jump another Trans Am as it, as it thrashed its way through a wall. They're going to get they're going to get their money's worth. There's a, a line when they're driving to this place from uh, Michael calls up Devin and he's like, hey, we need need your help, buddy. And then Devin's like, I'll meet you there with reinforcements. And honestly, at this point in the episode, knowing this was the car episode with the prototype and all, I was like, okay, Devin's going to show up with like 40 other 
<laughs> prototypes of kit. It's like, like an Iron Man one, situation. Each with their own personalities, right? Like yeah. this one's programmed to protect oh, cops fuck. pinned behind crates. Oh, uh, yeah, this one's yeah. like programmed to protect the sanctity of virgins. I don't know what uh, whatever's going on. My my, my name is, my name is Corey. I'm the libertarian car. Uh, <laughs> right. I think that all I'm here to protect your theft. freedoms. Yeah. <laughs> They're all different colors, like Power Rangers. They really could have milked this show a hell of a lot more for right? merch, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So basically, now it's a car chase, right? We got we got Kit. It's got a laser. We got two shots. Um. We got Car. Uh, who's doing car things? They have a face to face moment where we have Kit and Car talking to each other, which is just so funny because it's like me as like a eight year old like playing with my Hot Wheels. Yeah, like cars advancing and kids backing up with their eye they're they're like laser eye to laser eye and you're like oh my god bonnie shoot she's like i can't it's not calibrated yet ah. yeah uh. so what happens aaron with the cal uh, eventually how do they calibrate the laser or do they just fire it uncalibrated well, so I think she gets, I, that's the thing. I don't know if she's firing an uncalibrated laser and only she can do it or only she can calibrate it to get it fired in time. I'm not, it sounds like the latter. Um, it was but, confusing. But but Carr's getting boxed in by the police and he's calculating the jump mm-hmm. and he's trying to get the room to go and, and, and Bonnie takes like a snapshot at him and hits him in his uh, uh, left headlight. It's a glancing blow. It's not going to, it's not, it's, it's, it's negative, negative. It impacted on the surface kind of situation. Yeah, no, but he sees no piercing damage too, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and kids following him jump turbo boost, jump for turbo boost, jump. Yeah. You know, it's like anything he can do, he can do better kind of situation. And they fire off both shots and both are misses, which blew my mind because uh-huh. I would have bet on a stack of Bibles that yeah. she took the second shot disabled car and that was the episode i had i i'm like oh fuck i didn't know she missed that second shot i misremembered this which is why i don't think this was written by the normal writers yeah (laughs) yeah because it's too good that's good we've introduced a laser we've tried to use it and it didn't work now what oh xeno's paradox right the uh immovable object and the uh unstoppable force did i get Mm -hmm. that backwards Anyway, um, so so now we're we're driving through um, the scenic highways and byways of uh, California. Um, there's a shot of there's a dashboard shot of Kit going 88 miles per hour, which I'm wondering if that's a uh, okay. That's either a Back to the Future reference or mm-hmm. a Nazi. It, it's, it's, a, it's a true Back to the Future because that didn't come out till 85, and I think this is 82, <laughs> 83. All right, so maybe he did, yeah. (laughs) Maybe Back to the Future is a Knight Rider reference. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Uh, And uh, it's like, so uh, Mike puts Kit in control, and um, (laughs) we have this great scene. I I do love this. Uh, So Michael's like, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Bonnie, Dr. Bonnie, is like, uh, you know all those times I called you irresponsible and impulsive? I didn't mean it. And then uh, Michael Knight, who's not a doctor, says, uh, remember all those times I called you bossy and demanding? I didn't mean it either. And then um, Mr. Feeney goes, uh, why are you two lying to each other? <laughs> it's a great it's a great little scene. Like, uh, yeah. 
Bonnie's putting her trust in Michael Knight um, because she could die here, right? They, they don't know. This is actually the first stakes in that we've had in the entire show. Yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> and um, Michael Knight's like, I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> like, well, welcome aboard. I told you you could get off earlier. <laughs> did, did, didn't, I, didn't I tell you that, like, I think this is now fully 50% of the climactic conclusions the Knight Rider episodes come down to a game of chicken. Yeah. A molecularly bonded game of chicken at this point. And that's exactly what we have here is we have a game of chicken. They're on the highway. They're driving right at each other, kit and car. And um, at the last, at the very last second, a uh, car peels off to the side and he flies off the cliffside and he lands and he explodes. And that's the end of car. Which is the other thing, because like I'm pretty sure his car comes back, but I saw him explode into a million pieces. <laughs> it's a big his molecular bonded shell yeah. wasn't for shit on that 300 foot drop to <laughs> the sea below, hitting you know the yeah. the the, uh, the the rough and uh, durable sand, uh-huh. you yeah. know that never gives. <laughs> I assume that the cameras that are in car only point forward and he has no idea what like the the surrounds him on the sides because mm. he could have just turned the other way and his self-preservation that's what it, program probably would have put him that's what I'm saying on a track the, uh, to go the other way this is what the plot hole was that I mentioned earlier because that doesn't make any goddamn sense why would he do that he would go the other because way he, right yeah, it's not just the cameras. He has sophisticated sensors like he can see like, yeah. you know, like hundreds of feet around him. So he should have known that he had nothing but the blue yonder out on that side of him. And maybe yeah, he thought, it is a little like plot-holy. I got this uh, like I can take I can take maybe this. Maybe I what? can tank it. He was wrong. <laughs> he calculated wrong. Or he's like, for sure. I have just watched Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Surely <laughs> I can fly. <laughs> I've uploaded yeah, those files. Kirby. Herbie's his hero. <laughs> and then, so, uh, Michael Knight and Bonnie and Kit, they all they all come to a screeching halt because, you know, the day is one. And we have this moment. They look at each other and it's like, you guys are going to fucking smooch. And they don't smooch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, like, they, 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 they both kind of violently recoil, like, oh, yeah. we shouldn't Ooh. do that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Interesting way that they're taking the relationship. That's I, nice. I like that. I, I, I like it, too. It's like that kind of tension is, like, realistic to, I don't know about you guys. I've, I try not to do it anymore, but I've dated people in the workplace, you know, and there, it does, like, build up, you know, tension. When yeah. you're working together, you're going through things together as coworkers and peers, um, including like, we just kicked ass today, you don't, you know, thank you for being able to do that. And you get this like romantic sort of feeling tension there. And then it's just like, yeah, no, I don't want to do that. Certain int- no, int- <laughs> no intimacy, we can't do this. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. And I think like there's also like um like uh, him seeing her just as like uh, uh, a woman, another woman, and him seeing him as her seeing him as a pig, and now there's like this uh, <laughs> respect that's that's starting to um, break out between the two of them. Interesting, yeah. But she's in a committed hmm. relationship with Kit. That's true. That's true. <laughs> that's my that's my uh, love triangle. Uh, and th- there's there's some wrap up stuff. I I I don't know. Let me know if you think there's anything important after that. But we we do have a good like 
Hasselhoff winking directly at the camera. Also, can we extract That's that twice. as a gif? I want that. <laughs> I want that so bad. That'd be nice. I'm working on a super cut. I swear, <laughs> he does this twice in this one scene, right? He turns to Kit, does the little wink and the finger point, and mm-hmm. then turns around again and does it after it's one more line. It's a tick. He's got low-grade Tourette's. He's uh, <laughs> he's just pure charisma, baby. Like, sure, guys. Well, if, so th- if you could get away with winking at people like that in a charming way, you would. <laughs> You'd be winking all the oh, time. Yeah. I would. <laughs> oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. Um, I also like. I think I don't know if they said that again. They do anything with this, but I feel like that they took Kit through this arc where like maybe he didn't know before, but he kind of kind of realizing that maybe he did feel special about being what is one that? of a kind. What is that? Now he's met one of his kind and he's lonely. Like he, he didn't know what something felt like until he felt it for the first time. Like, I wonder if they're going to explore Kit having more of an emotional kind of like a being because hey, Ron, can you, yeah, ex- like can when, you, when can you describe the last shot? Like the way, yeah. So like Kit, Kit, Michael invites Kit to go. He's like, you know, we're going to go party. He's like, but you know what, buddy? Let's, uh, we should just go out of drive and you and me celebrate. And Kit's like, oh, you know, Michael, I've had a lot going on. I need to charge. So Knight, Michael Knight's like, okay, cool. And he's going to leave him in the Knight Rider, you know, uh, trailer complex. And he's like, oh, before I go, Kit's like, uh, uh, how's it feel to be one of a kind again? And he's like, well, Michael, I'm not sure I feel, but if anything, I guess the feeling is familiar. And then he and then after Michael goes and like shuts out the light, like it's a wide shot of Kit sitting kind of in the dark. And he says, it's a familiar feeling to be one of a kind. And the way he kind of inflects it, there's a little melancholy. And I thought it read as him being lonely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. No one can understand what it's like to be Kit, except for Kit. It's true. Except for the guy who just blew up, his brother. Michael's a good. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Michael's a good companion, but he doesn't know, you know? I I liked it. Again, this is why I think this episode of High Rider has no business being this good (laughs) compared to the other ones. It's definitely so it's definitely a red letter episode of Knight Rider, and this is like I'm I'm glad uh, we're stopping here on the first season of Mr. Feeney because I think it is kind of a high water mark. There's definitely more highs to come. They def they definitely explore the concept of evil brotherhood, uh, and familiar bonds, Garth. and yeah, Garth, Garth Knight. Knight uh, they got uh, Goliath. That. You're lying. Yeah, Shut up. No, you're you're April Foolsing me. There's no Garth <laughs> no. Knight. Garth no. Knight. No. There's Garth no. Knight. Yeah. Yep. He had a successful <laughs> country western career. That's the uh. weirdest spit off. Uh. <laughs> I like the reboot of the Dark Knight, the Garth Knight. No, uh. the thing is is if you asked your daughter, like, okay, Elsa, here's a picture <laughs> of David Hasselhoff. Draw a picture of him evil and like gave her a Sharpie. Okay. She would come up with Garth Knight. This she sounds, would 100% come up with Garth Knight. This sounds very fun and something I'm going to do. <laughs> Absolutely. I think you should. Make this guy look evil and see what happens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to see what this turns out to be. You guys uh, have new cover art for your show. That's going to be my Tinder profile. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Jesse, are you ready to consider some feedback? I will take it into consideration. All right. Night Rider at BaldMove.com. Uh, but first, actually, since this is the season finale of Why is Mr. Feeney a Car? 
I thought we'd spend a little time talking about what our plans for the future are going to be. Obviously, we got season two coming out uh, a little bit later this year. Uh, we are going to it's going to be the all pilot season. We're going to go and consider all these great pilots from the 80s shows uh, to try to decide which is the going to be the one which is going to be the one that we're going to pick for season three. It's uh, season two, the quest for season three. So, uh, but during a hiatus, we uh, and, and and I just just to put a, a date on that, I think that uh, I, I want to take this summer off. Uh, and I also want to wait until we're done with like Lord of the Rings, uh, Game of Thrones. So probably late October is what was when Mr. Feeney is going to be coming back. Um. But until then, we are also got some things planned uh, happening this summer. You want to talk about that, Jesse? Jay? Yeah. Want to talk about that, Jay? <laughs> McKay? Speaking of Jay, um, so I've been streaming a lot. Uh, that's over at uh, twitch.tv slash blue underscore J underscore streams. Um, if you just Google that, you'll find it. And um, I do a lot of video game streaming, but um, on Thursdays, I'm going to mix it up. Like, every Thursday evening, I want to do something that's a little outside of the box, be it talking about history, doing a one-star man, doing GeoGuessr, just uh, mixing it up a little bit on Thursday evening. So that'll be, like, my prestige evening. Um, and a lot of people have already followed me on Twitch, so I want to say thank you to that. I'm getting pretty close to the 50-follower mark, which is when Twitch starts paying a little bit more attention to you. So, um, oh, yeah, I appreciate bastard. all the follows. Going to yeah, fall under their 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 ba- baleful gaze. <laughs> yeah, right. uh, yeah. We're so so Jim and I like like uh, Jay said here are going. We're going to be doing some Thursday night streaming. We're we're moving our cinema Sundays from Sunday to Thursdays, and uh, at the end of that, we're going to be passing the torch uh, over to Jay McKay here. I'll probably gonna be. Uh, I, I want to be joining him. I, the first couple in. I, we're we're starting at this next Thursday. By the way, well, I guess it'll be this Thursday. Uh, we've got uh, uh, a, a Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness podcast we're recording on Thursday night. Uh, I still, I, unfortunately, I have to take my kid to school the next morning for the next like three or four weeks because he's not quite done with school. And that's like at six in the morning. So pretty, pretty late night for me. But uh, as May turns to June, as the May flowers wilt and the June heat begins, uh, I'm going to be joining Jay on some of those streams, too. So it's a lot. It's a good time. Uh, G, it's yeah. like... Uh, one star man. We've, we talked about that geocacher or no geo guesser. I, I not, hadn't played that until last month and that's super yeah. fun where they, yeah, it's they, a good time. they just drop you at some random place on the earth with Google streets and you have to, through context clues, figure out where in the world is Jay McCain. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like Carmen San Diego with, with a hundred percent less trench coat. Uh-huh. And you're trying to find yourself, which isn't that what we're all trying to do. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be yeah. fun. Uh the ball move guys will be the the kind of the popular lead in show and I'll be that, that time slot that keeps uh or, up. <laughs> or we're the opening act to get the crowd warmed yeah. up. And but then anyway, uh, the hometown hero comes in. Yeah. The, so they're on the east coast and I'm on Pacific time, so I'm I'm good. Go, I'm go like these all, old men that gotta go to bed all east coast night long uh so night rider at ballmove.com is what we're, we're gonna consider some feedback but that's our that's our plans uh again uh i'm i'm really i 
we came up with this on a lark. This is a drunken bypass October <laughs> thing that we kind of did during the sleepy times of Christmas break and the dead of January where nothing was going on at Bald Move. And I'm like, yeah, it'd be interesting if, you know, maybe a thousand people listen to it. It's, it's been it's we've had significantly more than that. We've had a, a good crowd. Uh, super appreciative for everybody listening and sending in feedback. Uh, and and now just as we get into following, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna cut that thing off, and we're going to <laughs> pitch, pitch it off and, and and see if it holds for for six months or so. Leave them uh, wanting more, man. That's what you got to do. That's what you got to do. Um, all right. Uh, without without uh, further ado, let's let's uh, open up the feedback here. Uh, Matthew is the 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 lone crusader against our inbox. <laughs> Uh, he says, loving the podcast. I've never watched a show, but it's been an absolute blast listening. Uh, yet another show on the Bald Move Network where no one watches, but everybody listens. You got to love it. You pretty much mentioned every show I could think of when you're talking about what trailers to consider. But I wouldn't mind hearing Al and Joe or whoever new characters may be. Watch the pilot of Baywatch thinking it's a SoCal Night Rider episode. Have, have, do you, are you familiar with their Al and Joe routine? Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Jim and I, as a joke one year, decided to, uh, without telling anybody, well, it's it's more complicated than that. We, we started a new podcast covering Riverdale. Okay. The CW teen show. And yeah. we were Al and Joe. I was <laughs> Al, he was Joe. Or no, he was Al, I was Joe. And we just covered it. And the gag was we based our coverage on only watching the previously ons and next time ons. We actually didn't watch the show and we released it and we saw like what what chaos would happen. Now, the catch is we told our club members what we were doing. They're the only ones that we told. And we encouraged them to to, to do the usual on iTunes. So we had all these perfect five star ratings. We were a very popular (laughs) podcast and people downloaded and these idiots that can't get basic facts about characters and stuff. And uh, it was it was a lot of fun. So Alan Joe has occasionally made some appearances for like just goof oh, purposes. Oh, I never heard of this. <laughs> it's yeah, yeah. Like one time we said, "Hey, we got some guest podcasts." Me and Jim are taking vacation for The Walking Whoa. Dead. We got some guest podcasters, Alan Joe. They're going to do the next episode, and we re- we reviewed an episode of Norman Reedus's Ride oh. as if it was a Walking Dead episode. It's it's a good time, but yeah, I I could see what would your what would your fake name be. Like mine's Joe because it's loosely it's based on my middle name. Ultra minimalist, maybe like Stu. Stu, Joe and Stu, Joe and Stu, uh, Night Rider season season two, and it's Baywatch. <laughs> I I don't know where like I, I, I Michael's lost kid is deep undercover as a lifeguard. Uh, the eye candy's noticeably improved, but uh, you know <laughs> I, I I really miss Kit. And where then where's Devin? Devin. <laughs> body got could, recast that's for could, sure <laughs> could get her out of her jump her jumpsuit so oh that is hilarious matthew says uh, other than that murder she wrote would be hilarious are you familiar okay. with like matlock murder the old people Ooh, action series of the know, 80s i used to watch um one of those with my grandma i was about to say my grandma and grandpa were i think these things were kind of like a and B like they were on the same night or maybe not but I, I watched both of those uh, with my grandparents when I'd spend the night with them 
they would fire up Angela Lansbury and uh, yeah, uh, that's Andy Griffith. Like, yeah. And yeah, uh, that's the one I used to watch, I think. Murder, She Wrote. Right? They were really into it, too. Like, my yeah. old folks were, yeah. Uh, <laughs> my grandma, rest in peace. She had the biggest crush on Walter Matthau. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Not Jack yeah. Lemmon, huh? Nope. She had the odds for Walter Matthau. <laughs> Maybe we can do some uh, season season four. The quest for season five will be old people television. Right? We can do uh, <laughs> classic classic Lawrence Welk episodes. Uh, Murder she wrote. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, 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 how many how many like like old people bait episodes are? Because it's not like a demographic that's what you would say was is coveted, right? I don't know. I don't know. What would be also would be funny. Hee-haw. So I've watched in my life, I would say probably at least 1,500 episodes of Days of Our Lives. Really? You're a yeah. soap opera guy. That was Well, it was just on in the house. Yeah, we yeah, yeah. <laughs> the thing is, it's like, I feel like if you are forced to watch 20 or 30 of anything, some form of Stockholm Syndrome sets in. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, find this like, with like with my little my, my kid brother and sister like we had this truce at the uh, after school because we had to we had to share the house and uneasy alliance for two or three hours after uh, every and like i could watch a show and then they could watch a show we took turns and like you know this is before the internet before i had like computer yeah. like so like when they were watching their shit i kind of like either i mean what was i going to do my homework so i would kind of <laughs> watch and kind of hate yeah. watch it but like i yeah. found myself having strong opinions on things like power rangers and mm. anyway um we might we might do we might do a, a season of old old people tv see how that goes uh, okay, so we got to get there's probably more of those shows that we need to do I mean, research for sure but, or like a bunch of like my dad's television, uh, like the stuff he like, cause there's, you got like, like, like gun smoke and bonanza and have gun will travel maverick. Uh, this, the, the rifleman my that's the other crazy thing. My dad, cause he's retired now. Uh, he watches that shit all the time. He watches like, uh, uh like the stuff from his childhood. Let's uh, get him on the pod. That's oh my god! I've, I'd have to get him to listen to one. He's never he's not a bald move fan. It turns out. So anyway, that way. it's probably he'd he'd have a stroke uh, stroke an episode. <laughs> Thanks for everything, Matt says. Well, thank you for uh, thank the you. praise. Thanks for suggestions. We'll take all those under advi- advisement. Uh, but now we are going to pull our uh, Night Industries two thousand into the semi trailer. Thank you. And uh, we're going to put that thing up on concrete blocks for about six months. And hopefully when we come back, Bonnie's installed a harpoon gun. <laughs> <laughs> Our anti-roofy oxygen dispenser, please. Uh, one one more time, Jay, tell people where you can be found throughout the summer and where I'll be lurking uh, like the uh, like, like uh, the, the shadowy threat I am. I'll get you there. Um, it's blue underscore J underscore streams. And then I have a Discord set up. That is linked there. If you want to jump in and um, say hi. And say hi when you come to the chat. I like talking to people while I play games. It makes the it makes the time pass. It certainly does. Okay. Alright, that'll be it for this season of Wise Mr. Feeny Car. Again, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. 
uh please give us uh, a like uh, uh, a subscription a ratings a, a star ratings on itunes if you haven't already to get us nice and primed for season two can't wait to get back to this as the frost starts creeping up on the pumpkins we'll see you we'll see you back later this year later everybody later